Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's Football Friday on the fan. It's a man's game now. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. We have great expectations. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. If you missed our interview with Gino Toretta, Heisman Trophy winner, and one of five people to ever have their number retired at the University of Miami. He joined us in hour number one. He's getting his number retired tomorrow. It's a really cool thing. Uh, he's got a busy day. He's actually uh, on his way now to go and uh, go to like a, a cocktail hour and get the drinks flowing for his his jersey retirement. If you missed that interview, uh, go check it out on the Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com or on the Odyssey app, Service Patriots, your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Now, did I catch in there that yeah. the University of Miami has nine Pro Football Hall of Famers and this is only their fifth number retirement? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That to me seems a little bananas. And that also does not include the likes of, you know, you know Clinton Portis or Andre Johnson or Vince Wilfork or right. Kellen Winslow or Sean Taylor. That's just crazy, man. <laughs> Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty good football program. Because Andre Johnson's going to go in the Hall of Fame. But I, you know what? I think that if you look at it, though, uh, he's a Heisman winner, and it yeah. took him this long. He won the Heisman in right. 1992. Yeah. That was 31 years ago. Yes, it was. And was a member of two national title teams. I was in high school. Word. And like he said, he, Me, he was a not. starter. He was a starter for four games for that first national title team. So he was a, right. a real part of that team. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, the game of note in the Pacific Twelve Conference this weekend. Uh, we got a couple big ones um, in in the conference with twenty second ranked Utah heading uh, down to Tucson for number seventeen Arizona. Uh, but obviously, the biggest one uh, for anybody that has a pulse, not just as a college football fan, Pac twelve fan. Um, the Beavs, number 11 team in the country, hosting number five, Washington. Washington. Yeah. yeah. The Worcestershire Huskies. Look, this Washington team. No, I actually enjoy Worcestershire. 
Oh, and you don't Washington. I yeah. see what you did there. Hmm. I see what you did there. That that's a man who has punny jokes about hmm. food. Jeff Rust, everybody. Way to go. Ladies and gentlemen. Um this game like Washington, they're getting it held against them. They had a couple of games where they weren't as impressive as what people thought they should be. Right? They had they are having it held against them that they have had some one possession games where you know, they don't score an offensive touchdown against Arizona State. The hangover game after what was an emotionally draining uh, game and physically draining game against Oregon the week before. And then you have a night game against Arizona State, and you kind of drag your way through it. They play a game tighter than what people thought they should against Stanford. They play a, a game down in the Coliseum where they pull away late from USC. Mm-hmm. And then they get into a slobber knocker with Utah, and it, it's not as pretty is what people thought it sure. should be. They get to 35 with the safety in there. It's a weird game. It right? is, but also, well, remind me again, Dusty, how many losses do they have? None, oh, and that's okay. the thing. Yeah, All they do is win. And this is like, now they come into this game and they're underdogs against <laughs> Oregon State. And the Beavs are, are a phenomenal team. And I think that this is a credit to what Jonathan Smith and Oregon yes. State have done. The fact that they are favorites. But it's also, it's this knock against UW, mm-hmm. which all you do is win, and yet you're going to be the ones that are criticized for it. Everybody keeps dropping these, some version of, like, I don't believe, they're a little fake, they're frauds. And I'm like, how fraudulent can you be with a Heisman Trophy frontrunner quarterback, mm-hmm. two first-round wide receivers, two good pass rushers that are starting to find their their way, a very good running back? Like, I'm, I'm like... How how fraudulent can you be and with a, those guys every single week? And a coach that is seven and zero against ranked opponents. Like I, I mean, like, and this is the thing: is that like, I'm not trying to like defend UW here, but like, what do they need? To, like, yeah. what do they what do they need to do? They get a win over a ranked team by seven points. So in at home, right? Mm-hmm. Florida State was on the ropes to an unranked Miami team. Mm-hmm. And what did the committee say? Ah, rivalry games. You get your best shot. They escaped it. What about Boston College? Yeah. They is had that, that game. Is that a strong rivalry? You're sitting there and you're going, well, they escaped and they're getting that benefit of the doubt. This is the thing, though. They get Washington gets their proving ground this weekend. Uh, yeah. you, you, get, you get past this one. And there's going to be no reason why you they are would have four, beaten five. Four top 25 teams. Absolutely. <laughs> and not just beating f- uh, those top 25 teams, but... Three of them on the road! Arizona wasn't ranked at the time, yeah. right? This Oregon State team will be ranked when they do play them. And at the time, USC was ranked. Yes. Not anymore. Won't be either. No. Um, eh, they might squeak into the top 25. Keep telling yourself that. They... Uh, <laughs> all they're doing is is winning, though, and this is, like, this is where... The Pac-12 scheduling gods, it, it's, it's actually worked its way yeah. out to where everything is falling into place, right? It can all fall apart in these final two weeks, though. Oh, God, yeah. If they fall on their face here, Pac-12 is going to Pac-12. The Pac-12 controls its own destiny mm-hmm. to the playoff. Yep. Even though they are sitting at five and six, they control their own destiny. And 
everybody that says that Washington is fraudulent, even though we just went over all of the markers as to saying why they're not fraudulent, they just go through the dips that every team does over a 12-game schedule, and football's hard, winning on the road is hard, all they've done is is rack wins together. It's what, I think there's four four teams in the country that have three wins over top 25 programs this year? Yeah. and I bet you not. I think Texas and Alabama are the other yes. ones, right? Uh, and there's one other random one in there. Mm. I can't remember who it was. But uh, how many of them have the chance to do go for four and to have three of them be on the road? Yeah, that's pretty damn impressive. Like, I, who whose resume is better than that at the end of the season? This UW team has their chance to prove it this weekend. Then they have the Apple Cup, which the skid of that Washington State yeah, is like yeah. the the committee was right, and rivalry games do play sure. each other tighter. But let's not act like UW's rivalry game that they've already played mm-hmm. wasn't as impressive or more impressive yes. than anything Florida State has done, including that LSU game week one. Yeah. Okay. That was an October game. Those games are important. Have you seen the Jaden Daniels fans that are very, very mad that he's not the the Runaway favorite for the Heisman? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I have seen them. And look, if you look at numbers, absolutely, there sure. is a there's a case. Jaden Daniels should. Yeah, he had a 300 yard passing, 200 yard rushing game. He's he's outstanding. This How many year. losses does LSU have? Uh, they have three. Okay, and the to the three good teams they've played. Huh. Weird. I mean, ta da! Interesting. <laughs> Stuck the landing. Huh. <laughs> you know, and that's why it's like I I I it was not. I am not a fan of Jaden Daniels. Um, but his numbers and what he has done are absolutely stunning. Like he is, he is putting together that season that you you should. If you're an LSU fan, you should be mad that he's not yeah. getting enough credit. Absolutely, he's not getting enough credit. But my whole thing with Jane Daniels is, I saw him at Arizona State. We see in big games, and he's performing admirably in those big games. But they're losing too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you lost by 21 to Florida State, and they, uh, didn't he have two picks in that game? Yes. Right. Okay. I mean, the, yeah. in that, that is it. You have to have your Heisman moments. In that, where is where are Jane Daniels' Heisman, Heisman moments? Throwing for three hundred, rushing for two hundred. That is one. But where are you in those big games when your team needs you to have engineer that drive? As unfair as that is to these players, it it's the stupid way that the Heisman operates now. It's the best player on the best team, or. You have to have those moments that stick out and elevate you above the competition, which the Bo Nix one is a little Mm head-scratching, too, though. Bo has just been consistent all year long. He just hasn't had that opportunity yet to... Against the great team to pull out a win. Which is where the Pac-12 title game will... And and the Civil War. Yeah, next week. He'll have two chances. Uh, Next week. And if he's consistent uh, this week against Arizona State, which... Ducks should not look over Arizona State. They, that's been a house of horrors. Yeah, that, well, that, it's been a state of I horrors. Say state is honestly for everyone, but particularly for mm. Oregon. Yeah, good ridden, good riddance desert. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look, USC like, had some some years down there that where it was not great when Vontez Burfick yeah. was at Arizona State. Yeah, like uh, I'm looking to looking forward to the days if we can find somebody in the upper Midwest to hate. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the weirdness is more it, 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 again it's more yeah. super troopers their, their, their shenanigans are more cheeky and fun on Washington on this side it is absolutely 100% play within yourselves in this game mm-hmm. if the rain and wind is kicking up in Corvallis uh, that does favor Oregon State but 
there is a resilience with this Washington team that is not getting enough credit. And they should get they should get credit for it. There's also the fact that Oregon State has got to start fast in this game. We talked about this briefly yesterday, but Washington 18 and 0. 18 and 0 when leading at halftime. That seems under Kalen DeBoer. Rather good. That, doesn't it? Doesn't that seem pretty good? That seems right. That seems like a significant stat there. Yeah. Um, and for the Beavs, if it is rainy, if it is just nasty weather, and you get that Oregon weather, you know that does benefit them because they are a pound the rock team. At that point, you look at all right. Was Dylan Johnson erupting against USC the starting point of of him in this rushing offense taking a turn, or are the Beavs going to be able to stymie that? And stifle that. I think where Oregon State lies is on the offensive side of the ball. We'll talk about that next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're a rich girl and you're going too far because you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Oregon State taking on Washington. Games don't get much bigger for either of those programs. 4.30 kick. It's going to be on the ABC. Well, Kirk Herbstreet's got quite the flight ahead of him. Is he doing one of those again? They're do well. He does it every every week. Where they have their the college game day is going to be in Virginia, uh, for at James Madison. Mm-hmm. He's going to hop on that plane once game day gets done at nine a.m. Pacific. Hop on a, a private jet, go whoosh, across the country into Corvallis. Is he is he PJing directly into Corvallis? No, I don't know if you. Can I say I don't think they're maybe Salem and then you're gonna get you're gonna get there. He's gonna look he'll he'll get there at probably uh nine AM, he leaves. Five hour flight. 
it, plus, plus gaining two hours. They'll probably get there at three. Yeah, you're not pretty pretty close to kickoff. For, for no, nine a.m. Pacific is when he leaves, so he's not okay. going to gain any time. So he's he's going to get there probably around three, which with a four thirty kick, kick is close. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's very close for a broadcast. But this is nothing new for him. This though. this dude's frequent fire. I, I, I God, I want his credit card. Well, he doesn't have one because he just uses a private that's jet true. to fly everywhere. You've seen that's it, a different life. Yeah, you've seen him around in the booth, right? He's got he's got a security team. I've not seen him around the booth. He's got a security team. I cannot say that but, I have. Usually, like the most of like the big TV uh, crews, mm-hmm. like you'll see like Clat, he'll come out of the booth, but like most of them just lock themselves in into their booth and they don't really come out of there mm. very often. Clat will do a lap or two. Yeah, but Herb Street, no, Herb Street and Fowler, they do not. They get in and they get out. Yep, they are in that booth and they're just prepping, do the game. Maybe they'll go take a bathroom break, but yeah, they, the, the, uh, I don't want to say this. How do I say it? the lesser crews? Yes, the non-A teams for the big networks. Mm-hmm. They'll come out and they'll yuck it up and they'll they'll talk with folks. The other ones, they just like just stay in there. Yeah, in and, and, they, out and then quick. they get out. But yeah, yeah. I, I ran into him once. Uh, had a security team ex- escorting him from one place to another, and I was like. Well, yeah, because he's almost late to every game. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I guess, I guess, I, I, I was like, does somebody well, want to kill Kirk Herbstreit? That would just like, be stressful. Yeah, just like you, because you have to have somebody like clearing you a path, making sure you're getting where you need to go. Nobody's like, because if you have the security team, what does that do? It, it's not like this, like you know, bulletproof Taylor Swift protection team. It deters people from coming yeah, up to you. It's just don't talk to me. Yes, I'm going. Yeah, and I just I found not necessarily strange. I just found it interesting because everybody I've ever known who's talked to Herb Street has been like, "No, oh, he's a good dude." Well, and I think that is it right there. Is that he needs that security team because he's so nice. He will talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, damn it, Kirk, we, we gotta go. Get, Kirk, you can't be doing this yeah. all the time. He's like, what? You got an hour until kick, and you haven't like seen anything yet. You gotta go, buddy. It's like uh, Russell Brand and get him to the Greek, just minus all the drugs. Be a lot cooler if Kirk was on all those drugs. I don't want to rule it out, but I don't think it's the truth. Look, man, if he's rubbing the furry wall, I'd be all about it. I don't know. Oh, from Get Him to the Greek. Yeah. Okay, I get that reference. Mm-hmm. I have seen that movie fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on drugs. Didn't Russell Brand get canceled? I think he got. Canceled I believe he did. And I, I thought he got like kind of like uncanceled, but then he got. Canceled. Oh, we're doing that? No, no, no. But then he got canceled again. Carry the one. Yeah. So yeah. he's still canceled. Okay. Still canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Only one more, and then you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Yeah. All right. But to be fair, if you looked at Russell Brand and just didn't know anything about him, would you think he was canceled? The answer is yes. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he looks. He looks canceled. That's I think fair. he's gone like full conspiracy theorist, like that road. Oh, oh no way! Yeah, weird, right? No, who could have seen that coming? Hmm. All like right. I said, if you've seen Russell Brand and you have no idea who he is, you would think he's been canceled. Yeah. Right. S- strong. Uh, uh, Who's the the crazy Quaid? Randy. Randy. Strong Randy Quaid energy. Yeah. Is Randy Quaid still like locked in a Bunker? house in Canada? He's you serious, Clark? Yeah. Why you got okay, cousin Eddie? You can't. I know it sucks. Well, and you hear like Chevy Chase is kind of a, a Richard de- oh, to people. A oh yeah, he's a complete yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I know people have worked with him that have said and he's just yeah. The worst. Those movies are just so good too. Yes. You know, yeah. Russ. All we are, all we're doing is just hanging on to Beverly D'Angelo. You know, yeah, and her D'Angelos. Mm-hmm. 
All right, uh, back to Oregon State and Washington. Uh, that really went sideways on us very fast. Mm. Oregon State running the football and like, look, um, that it, it in a weather game where weather gets weird. And it's not like you have the team from L.A. that's squirting the balls and practice and trying to, you know, simulate rain and don't know how to play. It's Washington, right? It's the style of play. When you look at the style of play and you look at what is going to make it harder for each offense to operate, 100%. It makes it harder for Washington to operate in a, a rain game. With we've And we've talked about this with ball technology, with the fact ball boys, mm-hmm. they have like insulated coolers to keep the balls dry and sticky at all times. It is, it's far different than playing like in the nineties or hell, even 10 years ago, but Oregon state's going to want to take the air out of the ball. And Washington's run defense is good. uh, But when you consider the fact that they throw the ball a lot, Mm -hmm. they do play with a lead again, 18 and 0 when leading at half, they rank 50th in the country in rush defense. And I think this is where a, a lot of the naysayers of, of Washington are coming from, is that their offense is elite. Yes. Quite literally one of one. It is it is that kind of unit. No ands, ifs, or buts yes. about it. Their pass defense is not elite. No. They're, but, again, when you have a lead, teams throw the ball on you, mm-hmm. your passing you stats place. are going to be down. Yes. But it is the rush defense where it's we're not taking away no. – the the run or uh, when you're playing from ahead, you know you make teams one dimensional, right? Mm-hmm. They're fiftieth in the country, seventh in the Pac-12 in rushing yards allowed, right? We have seen two teams go for two hundred on them mm-hmm. so far this year. Oregon and USC both rushed for yeah. over two hundred yards against them. Oregon State, this game is won and lost with Damian Martinez, Deshaun Fenwick. In this mauling offensive line that and Oregon State has been off the field. In, in hanging their hat on, absolutely. That's the big thing. That's it's it's the it's the one way that uh, it's a great way to keep the Oregon's the, the Oregon's the Washington's the USC's to keep them from beating you. Run the ball. Yep. Keep their offenses off the field. Yeah. And when you have a defense that doesn't generate a lot of takeaways, mm-hmm. which you UW does not. No, they do not generate a lot of takeaways. I think they only have like twelve all season long. And they picked up two against. SC. You. You're not great on third down. You are okay against the run. You're middle of the pack against the run. And you're not great against the pass. Like, Oregon State needs to impose their will this week. And capitalize, yes. And show, like, the the thing about this Washington team, and I think this is why Vegas likes Oregon State in it, and why the Sharps like it, is that there's balance to their offense, and you have the elements playing a factor, and you're at home. And it is very hard to play on the road. We even seen that, like, with, with Washington this year. Have they have they stubbed their toe? No, they have not. They have not picked up a loss all season long, and they need to get more damn credit for that, like we were talking about. But Arizona, closer than it should have been. USC, Stanford, closer than they mm-hmm. should have been. This is going to be another one where the environment is going to be those amplified mm-hmm. because you're going to ratchet Reese is up. Gonna be lit. And they, they've been waiting for a game yes. like this. Like we talked to Angie Machado yesterday, like they thought Utah was going to be that environment. It was that environment for a quarter. And And then you were like, like, well, Utah's not really put up a fight right now. They're going to get it for four quarters on the road. And that to me, that is, that's why this game, the point spread is so close and why you look at it and you say, hell, if you start running DJ as well, and you have a two headed monster in the backfield 
and then you add a running quarterback, watch out now. Things gonna, can open up for Oregon State. It's going to get spicy. It will be. Well, sometimes it's better just to know when to shut up. But first, here's a Sports Center update with the Big Kahuna. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. That sucks. I saw this pop up and I was like, oh, are we really, is this really as dumb as it? As it sounds like. Sure is. And it is. Uh, Carissa Thompson decided to, again, Carissa Thompson is a uh, sideline reporter who has worked with, I think, basically everyone at this point in time. But she's with Fox currently, correct? Yeah, studio host, I believe. But say she's she's yeah. worked the yeah, yeah. sidelines for basically oh, yeah. all of the big companies now, yeah. at this point. She's been around a long time. Was she on the Thursday Night Football studio show? Uh, the host, yeah, I believe, yeah. But she works for Fox now, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I honestly, I have not watched a post game or a pregame of the Amazon stuff, and because like those Amazon Thursday night games, I don't, I have no idea. I turn it off at at halftime because it's like around dinner time. <laughs> So at halftime, we do dinner, and then I go right back. I don't know. And the cool thing about it with Amazon is you can jump right into, like, you could do the rapid recap where you don't see any of that stuff, and then you can just fast forward right through. I love the convenience of the Amazon it's broadcast. Fantastic. There's zero doubt about that. Isn't it great? No, it's fantastic. Uh, the NBA has that with, with league passing. Yeah. Uh, so I have not watched a second of pre halftime or post game well, of any of the Thursday nights. Getting rid of shoulder programming. How dare you? I know. Well, I know. How dare you, sir? I know. God, you freaking millennial. Life, dude. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. Well, Chris- Amazon does a really good job. They, yeah, they do. It's fantastic. Uh, Carissa Thompson, though, sat down on Pardon My Take. Take and, all my money. Um, she said something very stupid. Mm. And this, when I first heard it, my thought process was. You don't have to say everything out loud. You can keep this to yourself. Yeah. But she kind of giggled and she said, I've said this before. I haven't been fired. Uh, I haven't been fired saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime uh-huh. or it was too late and I didn't want to screw up the port. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to make this up. Because, first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop hurting ourselves. We need to do better on third down. We need to stop turning the ball over. We need to do a better job of getting off the field. They're not going to correct me on that. So it's like, it's fine. I'll just make up the report. Yeah. Number one, why the hell are you saying this? Number two, I, I can't believe I'm even going to do this. I'm giving her a modicum of grace mm-hmm. because there is a 0% chance that her producer didn't know that this was happening. Mm, yeah, there's no. Yeah, he, they're watching the yeah. camera, so yeah. they they know that she's well, they, not. She gotten knows. Anything. She knows. Like she'll be like, I haven't gotten them. Like th- th- that's what you tell. Yeah. Them. And so this may actually even be on her producer more so than her to say, "Well, we're coming down to you." It's like make well, up something. Why? Yeah. And it it should be on her to be like, no, no, yes. But that's what I'm saying. I'm giving like I'm giving, yeah. this isn't a full grace, but this is a modicum of grace of like, why isn't her producer just being like, all right, cool, we'll we'll. 
we weren't we're not going to run this. But there's probably because nobody would notice. No, there's probably some paid segment, which is probably why it happens. Yeah. But why is she saying this? Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly I don't know why you would, but I think like there's a couple things that in framing this one. Pardon my take is not a serious sports podcast, and there's a lot of stuff that is very lighthearted that they do. Um, so she obviously was comfortable, feeling relaxed, and all that. But I also think that when you have, hmm, as that sideline reporter, she may not have intentionally done it, but she took away a lot of the credibility for all the other sideline reporters. Now there's going to be, I know that uh, just this past week uh, in the or at the Oregon game, right? The Oregon USC game, they had, uh, they'd sent Fox to that game and Josh Sims was doing the sideline reporting and what he does, because I do the sideline, I do the you halftime interviews. Yes. So, well, I get Dan Lanning live, and what what there is is in the college you have the SID Sports Information Director who is he goes all right we're going national first year second, mm-hmm. um, and what Josh Sims does he goes up to Lanning at halftime goes hey we're off camera, uh, but you know wh- what did you see in the first half what do you think you you guys need to do blah 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 gets it two quick questions he writes it down and that's usually what it is mm-hmm. then like. I'll do the, as Lanning's like running into the tunnel, I'll actually ask him two questions. We get that interview done live. He doesn't want to do it. No. I get he doesn't no want to do it. No coach wants to do it. Because he's thinking about the football game, but yeah. he knows it's a part of his job. Yes. It's a part of his gig. What she is talking about here is not those instances when she's talking about the coach doesn't come out. So the national people will do the the first one with the, the coach that's usually winning. You'll get him going into mm-hmm. the locker room because they're in a better mood. Yep. Um, and you don't want to have the pissed off coach at halftime. And I've seen it before where like well, you, something happens right before the end, one. right before the end, the, like something bad happens in the sideline reported for nationals on one sideline. They have to run all the way to the other sideline because they're like, I ain't talking to this guy right now. Nope. Like this is not going to be a fun uh, conversation to have. But then what happens is they have to catch the other coach at the end of halftime. And what she is saying is, that and I don't have to deal with that because like I, you, I'm just doing the duck yeah, sidelines. Like, yeah, like the, the opposing head coach ain't gonna come talk to me. Mm. And so what happens is, as she's waiting, they'll come back from their break, and either that coach hasn't come out yet, or maybe he's so pissed he doesn't even want to talk. Which mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen before, like them get blown off, you know, and the hand up. Yep, yeah, yep. it's like, what are you, what are you gonna do? Or you get the SID right? going. Yeah. <laughs> And like those are that kind of stuff happens. Like, you, yeah. like if you've ever been to a game, like you've seen it from the stands where it's like the timing isn't just working. And so she's like, "All right, well, if you're waiting, and they're like, sometimes you'll have the media relations person in the NFL or in college be like, yeah, they're coming out, they're coming out, they're coming out.' And then the producer's like, "Well, we're coming down to you. You got to go." And what she's saying is, "Uh, like I'll just make stuff up." You can't do that though. She is it's just a horrible look. Man. She has sent, just since released a statement. Uh, it says, "Okay, let's address the elephant in the room. My responsibility myself, my employers, to cl- clarify what is being reported." When on a podcast this week, I said I would make up reports early in my career when I worked as a sideline reporter before I transitioned to my current ho- host role. 
Working in media, I understand how important words are, and I chose the wrong word to describe the situation. I'm sorry. I've never lied about anything or been unethical during my time as a sports broadcaster. And this is where she gets into the details. In the absence of a coach providing information that could further my report, I would use information that I learned and saw during the first half to create my report. For example, if his team was 0 for 7 on third down, that would clearly be an area they need to prove on in the second half. In these instances, I never attributed anything I said to a player or a coach. There you go. And that is fair. If yeah. she didn't say now, if she said, uh, Coach Belichick at halftime told me X, and then she said it, honestly, it's grounds for her to be fired. Yeah, right now, today, on the spot. Yeah, unequivocally. I don't know. I, unequivocally, it kind of seemed like that's what she was. That's implying. what she's implying. That, that that's what I thought it was as well. But if she's saying, you know, coming out of the halftime, the Patriots need to work on third yeah. down. Like well, she has a, an opinion. Like, yes. Yeah. But like, but that does matter. Yeah, but that that's that's where she. I think this backtracking. She's obviously just trying to cover her tracks. She's trying to get to gray area. She better like, hope that nobody checks the tape. When she says, "I make things up," it's like, no, you don't. You have your own. You have your opinion of what's yes. going on. Pretty simple. And you usually, if you've ever watched the sideline reporter, most of them, whether it's their phone or a notepad or something, they have or game notes. They people think that they're just standing there, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. They know what's going on, guys. Like, it's no, yeah. Well, and I think like everybody's like, see, sideline reporters, they're they're useless and they don't do much and all that stuff. And um, you're the conduit to the broadcast team. Yeah, because that's the most important thing that you do. What you don't hear is a lot of the information that there's an open mic and you're feeding a lot of that information from like whether there's an injury report mm -hmm. or there's a, a player who's left the game the for some other reason. Or... Yeah, you see different things. There may be an official's timeout. You're mm -hmm. relaying yes. all of that stuff up to the booth or if you see something or maybe they don't see like a number of a player, whatever you you're like, oh, it was so and so. So even when they're not on the mic, there's still that aspect of of what they do. Steam out here. She just wanted airtime, though. I think. I think. Look, and so you know, you got those halftime ones where you're supposed to normally get with the coach, and if if you didn't, yeah, what's so wrong with her saying, look, didn't get a chance to coach up, catch up with Coach Landing, but. They're all for seven on third down. I assume that would be something they'd want to address. And you know, on top of that, they're giving up six point seven yards per carry. I yeah. assume they want to tighten that up. You don't have to just make it sound like you did talk to them and glean something from them when you didn't. Or there you, are other ways to address it. Or you just hit them with this one, and be like, "Well, they're still not out." If that tells you anything about what's going on, might have something to do with the zero and seven on third down, yeah, trying right. to shore exactly. that. Exactly. There super are ways to, to get it. around yeah. things other than yeah. just making us up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good look, man. No, it's not. And I think the way that she prefaced it by saying, I've said this before and haven't gotten fired for it, that's like everybody's like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's like spidey senses mm -hmm. are are tingling at that point. Right? Yeah, I mean, look, she's done this to herself. Yeah. I no need, matter how much backtracking she wants to try to do now. And that's the thing is, I need to go back and check the interview she did with Aaron Andrews two years ago mm. to see if she does qualify it as... I would make things up that a coach has told me. If she's talking about using a frame of reference from that yeah. podcast, that's that's very qualified. Yeah. Then I'll be bluntly honest. I mean, she, she needs to be fired. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pearl clutching in this though of people being outraged over it because it's like, yeah, she's not very good at her job then. Well, the, you know, I mean, like, it's not an. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, like we're, it's it's an ethical thing. Like you're quite literally making stuff up in a position where you are supposed to be reporting facts. Now, there's a difference between reporting facts in a war zone versus football, certainly. Yeah, but there, Dusty, and you know this. 
I know. How, I know. How, well, not just that, but how many people do you that we know personally that would kill to be in her position? See, oh, that's absolutely. The thing, a lot. It, I, I don't a think lot. it's pearl clutching because she has risen to the highest levels. Yes. I, and she just admitted that she makes stuff up. Makes stuff up. I I agree with that, but I think that it is also like, are, are we really this outraged by it? I'm not outraged. I saw by a lot it. of stuff from fellow sideline reporters That's that true. showed an, a butt ton of outrage. Well, yeah, and they should be. Yes, they should. And be. They're like, this makes all of us look bad. Brennan yeah. destroys all of from, our credibility. Yeah, coin was very poignant. In, it's in the not. Way she pointed it out. It's not. It's not like it. It's a horrible look yes. for her. But I also think like we're we're acting like it's very inside baseball. The people who yeah. should be the most pissed off are the the people, the people that, that we, we know. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that aren't in, in that, that world. That are like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. which this is why we can't trust the media. Yeah. Well, it's a sideline reporter for a football game. Yeah. So um, who speak- said who who did? And by the way, all the stuff she's claiming she made up, it's like 100 percent what a coach would say too. <laughs> she's not she's not wrong. But again, it's. I know what you do. It absolutely is. It's going full Brian Williams. It absolutely Uh, is. Yes, it is Brian Williams. So, uh, speaking of going Brian Williams, did the Bengals go Brian Williams as it pertains to Joe Burrow? And what the hell is the uh, U.S. Congress or perhaps the NFL going to do about it? Danny and Dusty, attending the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. We're going to talk about Joe Burrow's hand and the gambling ramifications. We need more time to do that. You instead came across the definition of mid that is the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers. This is uh, staggering. Via NFL memes, so take that for what it is. But uh, the Chargers are all-time record as a franchise. 482 wins, 482 losses with 11 ties. Since Justin Herbert was named their starter, they are 29 and 29. Since his first start, they have scored 1,502 points and allowed 1,502 points. How in the world is that even possible? The, the mathematic chances for that to happen, I bet you, is probably one in a billion. And the crazy thing is, like, they had Marty Schottenheimer had a 15 and 2 team. Like, they've had, like, extravagant years. They've had some pretty bad years, but they've, like, mostly just been meh, meh. And now you have, like, this roster that should be exceptional. You have a quarterback that they should be exceptional. They're not. They're not. They're just not. They, I cannot believe the level of dysfunction that the Spanos family has. And, like, this is the thing. Yesterday we saw John J. Fisher and the Oakland A's got their approval to get moved from Oakland to Vegas. And that's awful. Like, that's awful for the city of Oakland. I can't believe Major League Baseball is – I know why they are, because they're supporting their owners. And it just lines everybody else's pockets a little bit more. But, like, people in Vegas, they are not under any, any – any impression that it's going to be different since they're moving. He says it will be. They won't. They're going to suck because guess what? Your ownership sucks. Yes. Just like the Chargers. They said, hey, we're going to L.A. It's going to be different. No, it's not. As long as owners owners stay the same, it, it sucks. That's, in, the, that's how this goes. In fact, your roster is way more talented than when it was when you were in San Diego, but your leadership is god-awful. God-awful. 
Okay, so the Chargers have been around. I just did quick math. Yeah. Since 1960. That's pretty impressive. So 63 years. How okay. many seasons do you think that they have of 10 wins or more? In 63 seasons, mm-hmm. 10 win or more seasons, I'll say, hmm, 20, 20. I was going to go with about half that. Yeah, you're going about 10. I'll say how, 20. How about we split the difference? Oh, 15. 14. 14. 22%. Yeah. Of their existence, they have been well, over 10 wins. Because Air Coriel was really good. Um, and then you had the the shoddy ball, Marty Ball um, days, really good. And uh, they're just and then, kind and then of you, and then you drop uh, average in, in between. Then you, you drop know? in 2018 and 2022. Yeah. Yeah, so the I mean, yeah. years you're looking at, 06, 09, 61, 79, 04, 18, 63, 07, 92, 80, 94, 81. 94, they went to a Super Bowl. Yep. Got absolutely boat raced by the 49ers. 60 and 22. Humphreys? Stan Humphreys, yep. yeah. Stan Natron Humphreys. Means, Junior mm-hmm. Seau, the Gary Natron Plummer. Mom. Yeah, they those teams are good. Like, they, they Stan had, Brock was on uh, that team. They had some really good teams. They're really, really damn good. I mean, the, the Tomlinson era teams, the, the 04 to 06 teams were really good too. Yeah. Golly. Man. Yeah, Stan Humphreys. They won games with him. Right? <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> well, here they are. Captain Comeback was on their team, Jim Harbaugh. They had Jim Harbaugh too. They also had Marion Butts. Ooh, I love Marion Butts. Marion Butts is a yeah, great name. Yeah. Well, I think that 94 team. No, that is the year. Uh so Gary Plummer had had played for the Chargers and then I think he he went up. He was on San Francisco that year that they won the Super Bowl and they beat them. Um Yeah, because 94 Chargers was Humphreys. He was a long-time uh linebacker for And Gary Plummer is the most linebacker name of yeah. all time, I will hear nothing else. Would that have been a well, Dick Buckus, Bobby yeah. Bethard coach team? Uh, I don't know. Ninety four? No, 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 no. That is uh, Bobby Ross. Li- yeah, Bobby Ross, there the guy go. who went and coached yeah. uh, Army Navy. I confused my bo- confused my Bobby. George Tech. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you go. There's your your the Chargers. Quite literally, the the epitome of mid. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that, Justin Herbert, because it's going to be. A long career. Is there an L.A. That. billionaire that wants to buy that team? I'm sure there's, there's be, a couple. Right? right? Maybe the late uh, the the guy who's married to that crazy lady, the crazy eyes lady. I bet he's a billionaire. Oh, that one. Well, remember <laughs> that she went viral at, during the game where she was the the little Asian lady. Oh yeah, oh, he was going crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah and okay. they, they memed the, her. The, the plant. Yeah, the one that's oh, a plant. God, yeah, it used to be that, a Vikings. I bet he's a billionaire. Well, didn't, they, didn't they find her doing that for two different teams too? Yeah, but they moved from Minnesota to, to LA. LA. And actually, she her son that was her, she was dressed up for her son's game, who was the Vikings. That's why she was all dressed up. Oh, uh, she hopped on McAfee. Wait, hold on. Her son played for a team called the Vikings, like a, like a Pop Warner team, and she dressed up like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just certified. certified. <laughs> um, speaking of new billionaires, turns out uh, due to some paperwork filing around um, uh, what is it? Uh, Canes, Canes chicken, raising Canes. You raising Canes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's worth seven point six billion dollars. So he actually made a billion dollars slanging chicken. Dude, I like that. Now, that's that's the latest new billionaire that was uh, un- that was disclosed due to some FCC filings. Hey, good for him. Seven point six billion dollars slinging bad chicken. 
Oh, it's not bad. Raising, Raising Cane's, Cane's is not bad. Raising Cane's is bad. Their no, sauce it's is not. good. No, Raising Cane's, but that makes it good. The sauce is good. The chicken it, is not. It makes it good. Makes it good, <sighs> Danny. Come on. Well, give us the time. Speaking of what not's good, what? Oh God. Speaking of what is not good, what is going on at Michigan? And my God, shout out to all of the intrepid reporters who keep digging and digging and digging and finding more and more gold. We'll get to that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.